Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Hey guys, welcome to episode nine of the NBA show. Tonight, I've got Riley and Marina joining me and a little bit different tonight as I am actually now the new NBA host and we have to say goodbye to Alex who's taking over the NRL and NFL shows. So we're sad to see her go, but we will have her as a guest on the upcoming shows. Um, but with that, let's go into the warm up. And the one. Bishop wore buttless chaps to the bat mitzvah. Have a great broadcast. You too, darling. All right. So, Riley, welcome to your first ever Mojo Sports NBA show podcast. Thank you. So, tell us a bit about yourself and, you know, where you've come from, what you have to do with basketball, your favorite team, everything like that. Um, so I am 20 years old. I currently play basketball at Knox uh, in their youth league program. Um, we're not doing too bad. And I also coach um, little under 12s over at Hawthorne Magic. Um, they're currently undefeated. So they're very, very excited about that. Um, a bit arrogant now, though, because um, they're about <laughs> seven years old. But um, I've been playing for forever, really. Um, I don't even remember the last time I stopped playing. So um, my weekends have always been full of basketball. Um, when I was five, I lived in LA for a little bit. Um, so naturally I go for the LA Lakers. Uh, this season <laughs> I would rather forget about. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what every Lakers fan would. Um, and my favourite player is actually Luka Doncic. I think he's really just crafty and I think the way he plays the game is really fun and enjoyable to watch and he just always looks happy unless he's arguing with a ref but um he always looks like he's just enjoying basketball yeah he's a bit lippy but um I think just he looks like when he's on the court he has a lot of fun um which is why he's my favorite player at all well that's good we're very excited to have you and as we go on we'll have the rest of our girls joining us so with that let's go into our all ball Every franchise has had tons of great players and legendary personalities, but who stands out above the rest? MVP Shaquille O'Neal. Ladies and gentlemen, Larry Bird. Magic. Red hot here. An incredible shot by LeBron James. Jordan with two seconds to go. Puts it up. It's good at the buzzer. My mentality was to go out and win at any cost. He said, I'm going to show you. Nobody will ever work as hard as I work. All right, so tonight we're talking everything Greg Popovich. And today I actually um, found an interesting fact that six of the eight coaches left in the playoffs have actually either played for him or had their first start with Greg Popovich. Popovich went to the Air Force Academy uh, in his senior year, was the team captain and their leading scorer. And of course, as an NBA head coach, in his 15 full seasons with the Spurs, they've made the playoffs every year, four championships. And he has become, and always really has been, one of the most quotable coaches in the NBA, even if he's not trying to be. Sam, Sam, tell me about your fiery uh, francophile, the uh, Parisian torpedo, Tony Parker. Can he continue to be your main butter and egg man and still cook the boys from Big D? 
Am I being punked or something? Or? Hey, come on. I'm old. My hands shake. Your hands should shake. Stay straight. Relax. Next guy that misses a free throw is going to buy me a new car. You know, he's been, he's been so tough on me. It's been like a little, um, like a son-dad relationship because I arrived in San Antonio so young. I was 19 when I arrived. And he threw me in a fire, and he, he wanted me to, like, almost accelerate my improvement. So he was really uh, hard on me. Uh, if you ask any of my teammates, he was the toughest on me. Sometimes the, the film, it was like the Tony Parker show. Sometimes he screamed at me so much. <laughs> if you play the whole quarter, it'll be 29 minutes. But I'm fine. I didn't play for three days, but I'm 29 years old. Get back out there. Whether it be a regular season or a preseason or, or whatever it is, it always amazes me how fired up he can get still. Everybody's giving me advice. I'll be the seventh guy in a row. Follow through on every free throw and stay on the line. Knock them down. They're important. He show us some tape or starts explaining something we're doing wrong. Are we having fun yet? I need a little bit more dose of nasty. I'm seeing a little bit of unconfidence. He starts explaining, being like a teacher, and then starts to get upset, and then upset. It's not supposed to be easy. Every round gets tougher. And then he starts being angry, and you can see veins here, like a bunch pop out. Penetrate hard. Good passes. Shoot with confidence. I want some nasty. Could you elaborate on... I said that? Uh -huh. the, the heat of the game, you know, stuff comes out of my mouth, but sometimes it's embarrassing. I'm going to hand this one over to you, Marina. Do you think that with Greg Popovich, it's the players that have made him a great coach or he is who have made these players the greatest? This is a really great question, Matt, because... You see how successful he's been in the NBA as a head coach, but then, like, you compare how he goes at the Olympics when he's coaching them. And, like, they win because they're so talented, but when, like, they're leading up to the Olympics, they took on Australia and they lost under him and they just weren't really playing too great together. But that's just a team of absolute stars. So yeah. if you look at, like, that coaching perspective rather than having like a full team and a culture and like an organization like the Spurs uh it's a tough one I think that he's had amazing players um and you don't know if right now if he's just rebuilding or if he is at the end of his career or whatever but you've got to give the man credit he's the most winning one of the most winningest coaches in the NBA actually the most winningest coach in the NBA so good guy and he's coaching like everyone <laughs> I like how that, that's what you put the most winningest coach. I feel like that needs to be quoted. That's just, that's an award in itself. Put it in brackets. Like we give him a medal. Hello, <laughs> please have it and take it. <laughs> oh, I love it. So, um, Riley, is there anything, is there any like standout moments when you think about Greg Popovich in particular, like through the, all the championships that he's coached? Anything that pops out to you? Um, I think. Maybe not so much a moment, but his players obviously love and respect him. Like Tim Duncan wouldn't come back as an assistant coach if he didn't value, I think, Greg Popovich as a coach in the system in San Antonio. Um, I watched them play live and just watching their whole system and the way they work as a group. Um, DeMar DeRozan was the star in that team, but until, like, we all thought he was washed up until he went to the Bulls and showed how good he was 
because he wasn't putting up those massive numbers. And it just goes back to Greg's system and how it's a team sport rather than individuals needing to stand out all the time. And I think that's why he's the most winning, winningest coach of all time rather than individuals um, shining and that's how he got his championships. So yeah. I really like his culture. It's also great because he gives like other um, players from other countries like a really good opportunity and, like, I mean, you see with the big three that came out of the Spurs, like, a few years ago, you see Paddy Mills, you see Jock Landau from the NBL go over there. It's really great to see that he actually looks outside of America and, like, brings them in, kind of similar, like, to what the Mavs are doing with Luca and when they used to have Pozingas. But, um, no, Pop's amazing. I reckon just Pop's amazing and he has so much respect throughout the league and he's just such a good coach. Um and he's, like, known to build Spurs and how they play basketball. But what do you think, Kat? I, from what I, like, keep looking into um, with him, I do appreciate the fact, like, I think he builds a lot of culture with his players, like, which goes back to what Riley was saying as well, like, mm-hmm. why people will and won't come back um, when working with him. And, you know, he seems to always focus on that, the life that, things are bigger than basketball as well which I think is important like with connecting your players like I think someone similar to that was Phil Jackson the way that he was coaching um which again like shows the success that goes through there and then the fact that Greg Popovich is more successful than him more successful than any NBA coach um that sends out to me like and even like what you just said that's a good point about how he looks outside of America you know the people that he's brought in, who he's got under him, because that can be the problem. And there's just so much going on around the world. Like, it's good that people are, like, reflecting on Australia as well. Um, so, yeah, they are some really good points that everyone's just talked about, which is really good. I think also touching on that, um, what you said, Marina, it's also, he also hired Becky. Um, yeah, I was just thinking that too. Yeah, and then like he would—he doesn't even care about getting texts anymore, which is cool. Like he'll just go at the refs if they deserve to be going at. And then if he gets texts, he's like so comfortable. He's like, yeah, it's cool. I have great assistant coaches to give a like a go if I need to get kicked out. And he fully trusts her with the team, and the te- the, the guys respect her massively. Mm. I think it's I think he's paving the way for women coaches in the NBA. Yeah, I just so important. Yeah, did she coach the G League team as well, or the summer league team? I think she did. Yeah, yeah, it was like the summer yeah. league team or something. At, whilst being an assistant for the NBA team, yeah, yeah, he's a cool dude. I'd yeah. love to have dinner with him sometime. Mm-hmm. Greg, if you're available, make right. Greg, buy me dinner as well, and we'll have a good. You heard it here first. Yeah, I mean, look, the next assistant coach, Marina, maybe it could be you. It could yeah. be if you like, if you're listening. But I feel Great like easy. just that point alone, let's just make him the best. I don't know like how we didn't start off with that. We should have started off with that. Yeah, that's cool. just make him the best. Yeah. All right. So with that, we're about to go into the match. The most anticipated match in history, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Okay. So tonight for the match, we've got Joe Ingles and Josh Hart. And I'm going to start off with Josh, um, sorry, with Joe Ingles, because I am from Adelaide and Joe Ingles is an Adelaide boy, even though we pretty much lost him to the Eastern States, which is what always happens to us as well. Um, But yeah, sadly, we haven't seen much from him because he's been injured. 
So Marina was talking about this before. Mm. Um, where do you think his career is at now? I think it's like, where is he going to fit? He was like a massive staple for Utah. Like he was their shooter. They knew what they were going to get. They trusted him. He'd been there for so long. It was kind of like grandfathered him, right? Um, you can only hope that when he goes to the Blazers that they're going to respect that longevity that he's had. Yeah. Um, and like this is like probably one of the biggest injuries of his career so far. I mean, it's not like Dante, where Dante entered and then kind of started getting injured. Like Joe from the jump has been very consistent, very good. So you can only hope that he has like still a few years left in him. But yeah, I mean, he's he's been in there. He's been over there for a while. So who knows? Knock on wood. I hope he's still got a few years left in him because he's a great basketball player. Yeah, I hope to see that as well. Riley, what do you think he'll be able to do with Portland? I'm not sure. I don't really understand what Portland are trying to do. They obviously traded CJ. Um, they're obviously keeping Dame. Why wouldn't you? But are they trying to rebuild or are they trying to make a championship team out of basically nothing? Um, if they are trying to rebuild, I don't see Joe Ingles staying there. I just think with his age, um, unless they can give it, get him on a really cheap contract, they I, I see them trying to build a young strong core around Dame and get as much of him as possible um, hopefully he does have a career um you know like is always looking for older players maybe he can yes come <laughs> on <over. laughs> like I yeah, feel like we're soon gonna see him back out here um with NBL yeah probably like cool. southeast Melbourne or it's definitely gonna be a Melbourne team like he's gonna end I think he's even said it before like he wants to come back out and probably be with like southeast Melbourne or um Melbourne United Hmm. I know for sure that at the 36 he won't go to because they kind of I mean, lost, lost him to begin with. <laughs> even like the fact that, like, think about how great the NBA is. And it's like, if you can have like a pretty awesome career over there, you just know that NBL is just waiting for you with like open arms. Like, yeah. Please come. We saw it with Delhi this year. Even I was going to say with Jock, but we've seen the opposite. And we're just waiting for Dante to just want to come home. I mentioned him. Yeah. That's another one. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, what are Blazers? I'm sorry, but what are they trying to do? You're absolutely right, Riley. Are they rebuilding? Are they just trying to like maintain? Because they got rid of CJ, but like who's replacing him? Yeah, it's a bit like Utah. Like, I don't know why Utah traded Joe Ingles. They're about in the same boat. I don't really understand okay. what those teams, teams are doing. Yeah. No idea. Oh. Questions that we need to have answered. That can we need someone to maybe someone from our listeners can give us a bit more feedback as to what they're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. Something I need to look into a little bit more. Um, but with that, we'll go up against Josh Hart. So, Marina, what do you know about Josh Hart that you want to tell us? I mean, I'm surprised that he was traded from the Lakers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, guys. I just don't think they're making great moves. Whoever's placing their cards, wrong spots. Um, but I actually really liked Josh. I was surprised they got rid of him. Him and Caruso were really good. But um, no, Josh, he's like, he's a workhorse. He's smart. He seems accountable. He's a shooter. He can drive. He's athletic. So if we're trying to compare Joe and Josh, um, one's a little bit older, one's a little bit younger, less athletic, more athletic pure shooter, not pure shooter. It's yes. kind of like two completely different players. 
Um, but based on their IQ, I'd probably take Joe. So I reckon Joe would be able to score on him because he's just a smart dude. He survived this song in the league being at his pace, which is different, but like he knows what he's doing out there. I'm pretty confident in Joe. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, that, that could be the answer to like our previous question. Like what are Portland trying to do? Maybe it's that it's exactly that. Like just having that experience and just that brain in the team. Yeah, I mean, and Riley, you would be able to back me up with Miami as well. Like, they've got Haslam on the team that hasn't actually played a game for two years, but he's still there, and he's, like, one of the oldest guys in the league, and he's still got a contract, and he never suits up. So maybe, like, they're looking to give Joe a chance in, like, two, three years when he's ready to, like, not play too much but still have him on the bench as a second, third, fourth coach. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean... I think with Josh Hart as well, he's definitely cemented at New Orleans his role as a role player. Um, he knew he wasn't going to get as much court time with the likes of Zion, Lonzo Ball when he was there, Brandon Ingram when he um, – mm-hmm. and he definitely certified himself as a role player. So that's what um, Portland are trying to get from him and that'll be um, – mm. then I think he's the perfect role. But I do agree that Joe Ingles does provide that um, – experience and he actually he was the one that guarded um Kobe Bryant in his last game as, as a Laker I mean he dropped 60 but you know getting that <laughs> getting that experience but he got that experience and you know if they're trying to build a young core maybe that's what they need to have just that older player that has played against you know the best of all time and going through all that or some of the best of all time. Um, and yeah. With that. All right, Kat, Josh best Joe, who would you take? I'm going to say Joe. I've got to go with my Adelaide Australian man. Hey. So, you know, he's from Adelaide. I've got to, I've got to go with him. SA and my SA boys, my SA That's boys. It. Riley, who have you got, Joe or Josh? Uh, probably Josh at this rate. Yeah. The hell? Okay. Oh, sorry. I feel like I'm going to take oh my God. blue. i got my guys, my Aussie boys. And IQ tops anything else any day. That's Kobe, his IQ got in there. Mm. As well as like his skill, his talent, his athleticism, all that other Work stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'd take Joe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got two versus one. Oh, outnumbered. But it's good. All right, let's go into rapid fire. Hey, we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is singing closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. Okay, so rapid fire. We're talking about Orlando Magic. Where they're at. Um, Riley, I'm going to start with you. What do you think that Orlando Magic need to improve on with this next season coming up? Um... I just looked at their roster um, and I think, honestly, they need a small forward. They do not have a small forward. They have point guards, shooting guards, power forward, centres, no small forward. And I think they need an experienced player because yeah. they have kids that are, you know, I don't kids, think anyone's yeah. older than 23. Uh, children. I think like children. Children. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm only 20, but. In the NBA, that I know that's very young. So they need an experienced small forward, I think, definitely. Um, and I don't know who they're building around, if it's Jalen Suggs or Cole Anthony. Um, mm. They also have Wendell Carter Jr., who is dominating the boards. Um, 
he's not giving the numbers of um, whoever's leading in that stat, but he is a nice young player that's coming along really nicely and he's dominating rebounds. He was in my NBA fantasy. That's the only reason I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're completely biased. It's like, hey, yeah. he's so good. He's so good. He's so good. Yeah. But then if I say he's bad, I might be able to pick him next year again. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I think I don't know who they're building around, but mm-hmm. I think they need some experience and they need a small forward probably immediately (laughs) they're such an interesting team right because they're kind of similar to like when we talked about blazers and utah it's like you guys aren't really moving up or down you're just kind of like staying and like magic are awesome i think they traded away some of their bigger bodies to try and like get draft picks and stuff a few years ago and you know cole anthony's super talented i would wonder what he'd be like him and Jalen shugs I wonder who, how they would go playing behind a really experienced, smart point guard as well because you need someone to lead the team. And then you also need someone who's going to be able to just dominate and get buckets like LBJ-esque, Kobe-esque, Giannis-esque. Like all of these su- successful teams have like someone that can go and get a bucket and they're like three people that can go and get a bucket. But like Cole Anthony, he's small. Jalen's small. Um, my Obama's all right, but he's got like a few more years left. Um, but I'm going to echo Riley. Sorry, just jumped in. And just say they need like scoring power and defense ability to just like lock down. Like Warriors, they're not like the tallest team, but they can just like lock down at times. They're just so good. So good. That's me. Kat, what about you? I I feel like, yeah, they really need someone to come out that can be their like powerhouse player like I was just thinking about how like when I was younger I mean I can't remember I know I'm definitely older than you Riley I'm like a veteran in NBA years I can't remember what age you are but um for me like as a kid Orlando Magic was pretty huge like Mm -hmm. because this is around Shaq and everything like that and I feel like now they're just kind of under the radar like they don't have that you know show-stopping like they need a face of the organization yeah like that's what I'm thinking with it like I'm just like mm-hmm. I think back to when I was a kid and Orlando Magic like was popping up all the time and now it's just like all these other teams that are coming up and um all their players and things like that I was pretty I did want to see more like mm-hmm. seeing having seen RJ Hampton here like and now he's over there I, I would have loved to have seen more from him as well um, I feel like there's so much opportunity for him to have a go too. Like, yeah, like they're winning so many games. Yeah. So like you know he's still young and there's like because he's what like 19 now. I think he was like 17 when he was here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was just hope you know hoping they're gonna groom him and <laughs> do like more with him as well. Yeah. Because like there's so much potential in there. But yeah, just in general as a team, like I want to, see, I want to see them come back up. Like everyone's walking around wearing Orlando Magic t-shirts and jumpers now, but I want to actually give people the reason. Yeah, it's like it's a really <laughs> cool status. It's a cool team. Mm. Um, they've kind of flatlined the last few years, and I just feel like it's time for resurgence and like yeah, like, some moves in the off season, guys, because we need to like slap around the league. Yeah, I think they definitely need to make some moves because you kind of put them at the same level as OKC and you actually just, you see a future with them. You see a future Shay and Josh running that team. Um, And then whatever, however however many draft picks they have, I can't even keep up with that. 
um, but you just see their future and then you kind of look at Orlando and kind of see the opposite. You don't really know where they're going to head, if they're going to go up or if they're going to just stay where they are. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, actually, I'm going to ask this question before we finish it up. Like, who, is there anyone in particular that stands out to you from Orlando Magic over the years? I was surprised that they cut Aaron Gordon. Mm. And like, because I thought he was doing pretty well for him. Ever since he was in the dunk competition, I was just so impressed. And I was like, damn, he's just like an athlete. Um, Yeah. And I thought with the right sport, he could have done a lot of really good things for them. But, I mean, hey, they saw his power. They saw his, like, trade potential and got rid of him. There's someone else that hasn't worked for them. So, yeah, I would say him, Aaron Gordon. Yeah. (laughs) Aaron Gordon. Um, I think he was the face and ever since no one yeah. who's on the Orlando Magic um, but they've got a few rookies coming up I think maybe Cole Anthony has that um, swagger off the court to kind of take that new spot there's a spot to be taken so I don't think Jalen Suggs has that um, presence off the off the court to take that but um, what about you Kat? I mean for me from going, this is going way back, but the person that's always going to stand out for me with them is Shaq. You know, yes. <laughs> let's just take all it right. way back. Like I still remember like Shaq playing for them. It's just funny. Like, and I still sometimes, even though like I'm Lakers and everything like that, I still just think about like Shaq being at Orlando. Um, and it always pops into my head. But yeah, like I forget too. Like Dwight Howard as well. Mm, it is like prime too. Like, yeah. By the time we got to Lakers, he was on the other side of it, unfortunately. Yeah, I wish he got. A, I, I wish he got a ring too. Actually, now that we're on it, but. I know. But yeah, that's probably like one of the biggest standouts as well. Mm. But yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's all that we have time for today. Thank you, bro. Riley, you survived your first podcast. Did <laughs> I hopefully survived my first time trying to host one? Um, <laughs> get better as we go. <laughs> it's only up from here, guys. There are more people here, next week. So thank yeah. you to all these people that are listening and supporting. Um, but yeah. yeah, we'll be back next week. Hey team, thank you for supporting the NBA show. Let's hand it back over to Kat for a special announcement. Hey guys, it's Kat from the NBA show. Just wanted to let you know about our brand new show that's coming out this week, the NBA Post Game Review. So once a week, I'm going to pick a game from the playoffs and we're going to talk about it straight away. Um, Love to hear your feedback on this kind of thing. What do you want to hear about when you're listening to this? Let us know in the comments and we look forward to you hearing it. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.